I'm Oz and this is Jake. Hello. My careful research has revealed that Animal House is actually a prequel to Star Trek Voyager. You're in the damn woods. Welcome to the damn woods spring break. Hey folks, spring break. It's spring break. It's spring break for us, not for you. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're we're taking it easy. We're taking, we're chilling. We're we're kicking back, taking a little bit of a relaxed recording schedule. Uh, you're not gonna miss out on any content because we're doing this all kinds of upfront. <laughs> Yeah, we're deeply insane. So it's this is this is our break. This is, is regular regular content. This is the uh, the first time in three years I have not I will have not recorded the show for like a whole three weeks in a row. This is gonna be nuts. Either Shiny. way, everyone, welcome, welcome. Since it's a spring break event, we're gonna talk about dumb fuck college and spring break movies. That is the plan. And boy, fucking howdy, do we have a lot. So, this first one uh, is a classic, I would say. Like, I was shown this so, as a child. <laughs> of, of the films that we're talking about over the next few weeks. Films. <laughs> I think, well, films, heavy quotes. Very there. technically um, speaking, yes. <laughs> of its genre... This one has aged probably the best overall. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, which is a little rough to say because what's great I don't is like think... two of them are less than four years old and they haven't aged well. So yeah, no, it's <laughs> there, there's a lot going on here, but basically, uh, yeah, like, uh, it was. You know, this is this is a classic. This mm-hmm. is one that's remembered very fondly. Oh, I love it. And oh, it is it is it is rough to watch. Like a lot of the jokes still land, but it's still in a lot of places. Uh, at least for, I don't um, have that for me. Yeah, I don't have that reaction to movies. J- Jake has never no had that. But <laughs> we're talking about Animal House. Animal House. Let me tell uh, you, National Lampoon's Animal House. If you want to be technical, about the friends I have. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah. This is probably the progenitor of the dumb fuck college, like the the parody college movie. If not the progenitor, definitely one of yeah, the it's, progenitors. It's probably the best one, I would say. And I, I think it's, I mean, it is a satire, like yes. National Lampoon. So it's satiring other movies of the same genre that existed in that span of Which time. Which is weird because I've never, like, see, here's the deal. I've never seen old dumb fuck college movies. Because I've never, like, I, that's never a genre I've wanted to explore. So I, my brain always just assumes that Animal House did it perfectly and the rest of them are going to be not funny in any regard. You know what I, I mean? mean? Given what we've got coming up, I think you're not wrong I in am, that assumption. No, I'm never but incorrect. But at the, at the same time, uh, there are other ones like, um, well, I think, the, I think the go-to, and um, i got to look at my timetable. Yeah. Hey, this is made in, like, uh, 80. Yeah, yeah. The or seventy nine graduate. I want to say 
The Graduate. Is, I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, but I think it's in, in that, that same territory. That now, genre. Just, just give it a, you know, give it a half a minute, and <laughs> one of our listeners will be like, "That didn't come out the same time." We could just IMDb it, but I'm uh, doing it right now. 1967. See, there you go. There you go. So, The Graduate, uh, spawning the type of movie that then, oh, um, hell Animal House yeah. parodied. Disillusioned college graduate finds himself torn between older lover and her daughter, aka the really the best situation. Uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. I yeah, like I said, I somehow never I may, seen I may also movie. be thinking of a different film. I honestly have no idea. But in, in any case, I, I, we're talking about Animal House. Yeah. Um, it is a very silly movie. Oh my god! It is a movie that, like I said, like considered from a modern perspective there are some things in there that it's just uh, like Ooh. so when oz says modern Ooh. perspective he means progressive just for heads up well okay i'm i'm not being especially woke i'm like from the standpoint of maybe don't rape anybody Look, which pal. i will say i will say uh animal house does stop short of it so yeah, there is that no big at deal least. uh let's see fucking like so yeah beyond yeah, animal house is kind of like this, it's a comedy that couldn't be made today because people would raise hell. Um, because, you know, the humor police exist. But this has tons of people who went on to have real careers, which is yeah, great. A lot and of also, went on to have real careers. the wondrous John Belushi, who is amazing every time he's on screen. I mean, I won't lie, John Belushi's a treasure. He was, like, certainly was until he died in like 1980. <laughs> Well, don't don't ruin this. I'm just like, saying. John Belushi is a treasure. Yeah. R.I.P. 82. Sorry. 82. Yeah. Dang. He was only, yeah, he was in Animal House, Blues Brothers, and something called 1941. And he was on SNL. He was on SNL, yeah. Uh, 1941 is fucking wild also, so that is a buck wild movie. Uh, we may have to watch that, but definitely. anyway. Sure. Uh, he's, in a, he's in a couple other things, too, uh, but, it, like, you know. The ones, ones people know him for SNL, Blues Brothers, and Animal House. Either way, this is like, uh, like you know, Stephen First, Mark Metcalf. Everyone, like, so Mark Metcalf, you may not know the name, but you know his face because it's the dad from the Twisted Sister video. Which also, I realized I'm old as hell. So Deep, it's deeply relatable. Yeah, relatable to Tell everyone about who is thirty. <laughs> so Twisted Sister was a band in the eighties. You see, <laughs> gonna really, uh, gonna really lock this in uh, for the younger listeners. You may have, you may have heard of D. Snyder. Uh, he's a radio host now. He was in a in a hair metal band, and boy howdy, were they fucking kind of terrible, but they were fun. And they had, uh, you know, since it was the '80s, being the rebellious metal musicians was the thing. So they had a video where they. <laughs> He, Mark Metcalf, came in and did his fucking you're all worthless and weak speech from Animal House in the video, but to his son. And then his twisted sister popped out of the TV uh, to assault him. And that is what the, the plot of the video is. That's a, that's a really interesting, because, you know, then later on you'd have the uh, kind of uh, punk version of that where nobody pops out of the TV and the kid gets uh, institutionalized for wanting a Pepsi. Yeah, that's a, so, that's a classic song, though. That's a fucking things, amazing. Things changed a lot in just a couple of years. 
like less than two years. That one, that was less like than that, two that, years. That, yeah, <laughs> the, fucking, that was that was like Bing Bing. Institutionalized came out maybe mid eighties, late eighties, and that Twisted Sister was just early eighties. But uh, also, real talk, that fucking band. Uh, what are they called? Suicidal Tendencies. Go, go listen to Suicidal Tendencies right now. If someone's like, man, you should listen to metal from the eighties. Or like metal, punk, whatever from the 80s. They're kind of across the board. Suicidal Tendencies is a great place to go because they're fucking hilarious. And you can hear riffs that people have stolen from them all over the place. Anyway. That's true. It's just <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but they, they're, they're, they're a real, real clutch recommendation for you yeah, from the boys, the damn Like woods. the classic, I saw your mommy and your mommy's dead. Um... <laughs> institutionalized obviously they had a funk band also i think it was like their side project anyway before i start talking about fucking those guys uh so this movie is it's like we're not going to talk about the plot of fucking animal house because it's not really a plot it's just very it's like it's you know it's staging for jokes uh but yeah it's, it's it's kind of it's less of a plot and more of like here's why here's why this uh, joke this is, sketch happening. is happening now yeah, exactly and also it sets up like Animal House is, is, is an iconic enough movie that it set up, like, uh, tropes. Like, it made tropes happen. Like, Dean Wormer. Like, that double-seeker oh, probation yeah. shit. Like, that, that's been, like, redone and made fun of and done, you know, sincerely in movies time and time again since then. In well, non-college I mean, movies. <laughs> shit, just think of, uh, fucking, uh... Oh God! Uh, the Robot House episode. Oh, Robot House was Futurama. explicitly like that was an Animal House parody. Yeah, just that was that's all it was. Yeah, it was just directly that whole segment. Like, oh yeah, yeah, we're doing Animal House this time. And it was funny. It was great. I mean, turns out John DiMaggio is a fucking capable and hilarious uh, voice actor. So no big deal. But uh. Yeah, this this flick is fucking weird, and like it sets National Lampoon does not have a history of being perfect across the board. Like some of their movies have sucked ass. Some of yeah. their movies are extremely funny. Um, like Vacation, I'm not a huge fan of. Also, I'm not a huge Chevy Chase fan. Chevy Chase, I like once in a while, but like, boy howdy, is Vacation like the opposite end of Animal House. You know what I'm saying? And there's, you know, of course, the Christmas one, which is... Yeah, I mean, well, the Christmas one is the most popular, arguably because it's the least raunchy of them. Like, well, no, it's the a Christmas Chris one also has Christmas... what's-his-face in it. Uh, the uh, the crazy guy from Independence Day. Oh, shit. Uh, Randy Quaid? Yeah, the Quaid. He's crazy as shit, and he's great. Cousin Eddie? He's yeah, so good. Yeah, I mean that that is quality. But it's also one that could be watched with uh with your family. Oh yeah, you totally as could. opposed to, you know, Animal in House. our case where our families showed it to did us anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was like, here you go. Check this out. Like, uh, all right. <laughs> cool. We'll do that. Yeah. No, and this is like, yeah, so they Despite being like a weird parody and comedy, they go out of the way to make the bad guys look fucking evil. Well, okay, so this is set in Tennessee. Bad guys. (laughs) It's set in Tennessee. Uh, The resulting feel is very East Coast. And Mm -hmm. as somebody who does not know where Tennessee is on a map, it's uh, um, by Ohio. 
Yeah, see, that doesn't seem entirely East Coast, but the culture you get, especially from the bad guys, the guys from the, the serious... The ser- the, you, you have seen these tropes. You've guaranteed yeah, you've seen, seen these the, tropes. The serious frat with the cloaks and the spankings and the, the uptight mm-hmm. bullshit, and they're all, they're all rich yeah, the preppies and, and shit like that. Fucking skull and bones type yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, that type. And it's, you know, it's... It's they set the trope up here, and it's partially because mm-hmm. that's like that's probably based on real encounters with somebody at some point. Like you, you know, like, someone in college like met some jack wagon fucking uh, frat dude who was several like jack this. wagons. Yeah, a number of jack wagons. Uh, yeah, no. So fucking we got yeah. So we got. The the bad guys are set up to be just shit heels and like you know the first time you see the one bad guy or the 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 uh, Niedermeyer, he's talking about how mm. like you know his family served in the military but of course they're officers, you know what I mean? And you're just like yeah yeah Jesus like, fucking Christ yeah man. yeah shut shut your fucking mouth maybe, um, God there's, there's this guy there's Marmalade. It's just, it's just like you know. And so Kevin Bacon, his his ama- his most amazing role as Chip Diller in this. The the names they gave these dudes <laughs> was like yeah, yeah, that evokes fucking like. I want to punch that guy. Like I would. Well, yeah, I'd fight that. I I would fight a Chip Diller. Chip, Chip Diller, the ROTC dude. Yeah, they're all, yeah. I mean, so is Nick Half. So is a bunch of these dudes. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is this is supposed to take place in the '60s when the Vietnam War was going on. So a bunch of people are in college under like an ROTC grant, effectively, uh, to avoid getting enslaved by the government. Yep, um, I mean, that was that was a thing. That was uh, it's called the draft, and that's slavery. Especially, Merry Christmas, everyone! Especially if you had a a high draft number. Yeah, oh, like I can't even an early one. Yeah, Merry Christmas! You're getting sent to war for little to no mm-hmm. reason. Yeah, to, happy birthday! Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, you turned it, eighteen. Like, <laughs> it you turned eighteen, and based on your birthday. Yep, you're in the military now. Congratulations. Yep. Real thing. Yep. Could yep. happen realistically at any time. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, so, mm-hmm. other thing that was kind of kind of weird. I never. It didn't click to me until I watched it this time. Uh, but Karen Allen, Katie in this movie is the lady from or Indiana Jones' love interest from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Also, Bill Murray's love interest in Scrooge. Oh yeah, that's um, right. Big. Big time eighties crush, if I'm honest. Oh yeah, like, duh, duh. One, I very mean, charming, very cute, amazing. And she, yeah, mm. she seems like a friendly broad. It's great. Um, fucking, I will say honestly, my favorite like side character in this flick is uh, what's his face's professor, where he's kind of just like he's every dumb college oh, professor. Jesus, ever. the guy from Body Smatch, uh, Snatchers. Yes, but also every Donald Sutherland. Yeah, that's the dude. Donald Sutherland. Turns out Donald Sutherland was like a real deal actor, and he was like, hell yeah, I'll be in Animal House. Yeah, that sounds great. And he was sure he, he's fantastic in it because he's just a sh- like he's just a shitty college professor in the 60s. He's just like, this is really just, I'm just doing this until I finish my novel. And you're like, I've heard that before. I've talked to that person before, I'm pretty sure. But he's funny because like, and like, you know, he's like, there's always like he the first time you hear him he's talking about uh, some poetry he's like the most interesting character is Satan and then he's like I also find this boring. <laughs> uh, it's just uh. it's it's fucking great. Uh, so 
yeah, so this 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 flick goes from like bit to bit to bit really fast. Like the pacing of this movie is nuts. It's an hour and a half long. It feels like you're watching a half an hour comedy. Um, yeah, which is great. So the there's a bunch of little stuff in the background, but primarily like the the bits you see are the Animal House guys, like the working class frat slash the uh, the lowbrow whatever low status frat is is you know they're the ones who have fun and enjoy their lives and don't tend to give a shit about you know what other people think whereas the other frat is cops they're cops basically <laughs> uh and as such like you you immediately can identify like most people i would say can identify with it with the main characters from animal house because like they're not perfect they're shitty students half the time and they're just kind of regular jack-offs and that is done so very well. Like, within the first few minutes of the movie, they're pulling, like, a fucking 10-inch dildo out of a, a doctor's bag. As, like, a, you know... Yeah. A, you know, you're just like, all right, that's this kind of movie. I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's straightforward in that regard. Um, like I said, could not be made today. Oh, uh, no, never. As, as you noted, and, like... You know, there's there's some stuff in there that definitely, if you're in mixed company, <laughs> it's oh boy. What's great? So it like, is, I'm just gonna say like that's like a thing that like that's some fainting couch shit. You know, my dudes. I'm just saying. I, I don't know. Ooh, like I, I, I'm swearing mixed company. Oh, look, look. I'm just all saying. I'm saying is like you know don't skulk on like like this. Do not use this. Like you may empathize with the main characters. Do not use oh, this don't as act a act like guide it's a to comedy. Behavior. It's a comedy. It, it's a comedy, but man, you could get away with a lot in the '60s, like by comparison, because holy shit, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know, like, I like, like I said, I find a number of the bits funny. Oh yeah, they they like the jokes land. They're funny as shit, the, and they're the jokes weird. land. And then there's other there's other moments where it's just like, you know, I find that funny when I was a kid, and now it's just like, oh, oh, geez, okay, like. I, I recognize that's a product of the time it was made. I'm not saying that it's not funny for everybody, right? But and like, I, like I said, we, Oz and I have very different reactions to things like this because, like, I don't, I don't have those like those reactions where I'm like, oh, this was funny. Like, if I, if I don't think something's funny, I'm just like, I just don't laugh at it. I don't think about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so if a joke doesn't land for me, it doesn't land for me. Well, I'm, all, I'm always deconstructing things, you know. So yeah. in this, Bruce McGill the- is climate change. Yeah, yeah. Bruce McGill's climate change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still like, I, and now I see a picture. So just to reference, Bruce McGill was D Day. And, uh, you know, as our intro joke noted, uh, yeah, now that I see a picture of him now, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's. Yeah, went, to, went on McGill. to play Captain Braxton in Captain Braxton's second appearance on Star Trek Voyager, uh, where he is both the commander of a timeship, yeah. which is extremely wild mm-hmm. and <laughs> and this is i think the part that delights me more overall uh <laughs> the saboteur that the time ship has been sent to apprehend that was a fun episode yeah that was a good one i like that one a lot yeah that was very weird and like you know tim matheson's in this um jesus christ tim matheson's in the new jumanji movie that's terrible oh my um, god but he's in tons of shit. Like, you've seen him, you've heard him talk. He was, I'm trying to think of, like, the most relevant thing that I can think of. He was the older brother in Tommy Boy. 
Or no, Black Sheep, sorry. Older brother and Black Sheep. He was the brother who was running for office. Ah, uh, okay. Um, like, he's been in tons of stuff, but he's always, like, kind of bit parts. Like, he's in he's CSI and shit all the time. But, yeah. You know, working actors. Yeah, he's, he's a working actor. He's not, like, a, a dude you see in... It's a Tim Matheson movie. It's like, oh, yeah, he was in a bunch of other SNL, SNL people's movies. That's great. Um... Oh, apparently he was... Oh, God damn it. He's Van Wilder Sr. in the Ugh. movies. Van Wilder, that's one we didn't even uh, I know. deign to touch I, here. Dan, I mean, that movie... Like here's, the, like, here's some real talk. I don't care about gross-out college comedies. I just don't particularly think Van Wilder is funny. Like, it didn't make me laugh. It made me go, Okay, I've seen this movie before a couple times. A bunch of times. So, <laughs> yep. It, well, that's a, I mean, that, that is a natural reaction to be had from this type of movie because, you know, especially out. since Animal House, yeah. much of the shit has just been done. Oh, like, again and it's again. It's been done. Like we said, like Animal House set up a ton of tropes and people love that shit. <laughs> I mean, tropes are good. Tropes uh, keep you from having to pay a scriptwriter. That's very true. <laughs> But like uh, save a lot of money with some tropes. Beyond beyond that, like the the amount of fucking like like the interactions between like um Boone and Otter are very good. Mm-hmm. Like they they play off each other very well. They're very funny. I'm trying to think of I forget his real character that character's name so I can't find the actor cuz Eric Stratton is Boone. I think so. Oh, it's, it's yeah, Donald Schoenstein, it's Peter Rygard. The trope that, to me, like, ruined cinema. No, uh, that's maybe a bit extreme. <laughs> but the, the I would say the most annoying trope that is set up in this film mm-hmm. is where a character uh, sees a lady and looks directly into the camera. Ah, uh, like, that's fucking yeah. like, Belushi's the ladder Belushi, scene? Belushi does that, and, and like... You know, everyone I'll, since I'll get, then has done it. <laughs> everyone since then was immediately like, "Oh, that's great! I'm going to have camera, that." Yeah, and I can think of like at least two <laughs> other films, one of which we're about to talk about, but also uh, fucking um, my my favorite example of it: fucking Fast and Furious Three. Wait, what? Yeah, Fast and Furious Three, Tokyo Drift. Uh huh. Where they're having the first race in the parking garage and the uh, the main character is like fucking it up and like running into the sides and everything, but he's still in the race. And so everyone's going up to the roof yeah. to watch the conclusion. Yeah. And the one black character in the film proceeds to get into the elevator mm-hmm. with a bunch of the ladies. Oh, I remember and this. And then looks directly into the camera and winks as bad. the elevator departs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Belushi's version of it's funnier because like that whole scene's retarded because he's like, yeah. Like there's he's being the least he's dressed up like a fucking burglar and he's trying to peep on some broads and like he just slams the ladder into the window and nobody notices <laughs> yeah. and then just yeah. rocks it across the fucking the house being loud the as shit. Like, that's the joke. Goddamn house. It's a it's, it's like the whole thing's great. You're just like this is a, this I, is fucking ridiculous. I, you know, in a, in a sense, it is a parody of that whole like concept. It is. Because how how are you not noticed? How yeah, and that? then like the, then when he he mugs the camera and then tips back because he sees titties and a girl almost masturbating. I mean, like 
<laughs> shout out to all the dudes who have ever fallen backwards off a ladder because they saw titties. Like, I mean, I, I, <laughs> that's the most relatable scene in this movie, Oz. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I don't even know why I was up on that ladder. Yeah, I, just, I don't know <laughs> it how was... it happened. <laughs> Fell down. Uh, yeah, no. And like, you know, I, I would say like mo- a lot of the movie is carried by... Like the fact the animal, like the, the the guys from Delta are they 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 happen into being spitefully or spitefully winning by accident a lot. So like yeah, you know Otter fucks the dean's wife. Uh, Pinto fucks the mayor's daughter, which is like a running <laughs> gag. And then she's like, "I'm this only is, this 13. is the man who and molested like, me." Wait, like, oh. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, we're getting married. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, like the like that leads into the the gag at the end of the movie where they show where all the guys from all the main characters end up in their careers, and like the right. the president who's always like trying to angle for like the dean to forgive them. He's always like it's like public defender Baltimore, and you're just like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's goofy I, I guess shit if, like that. Like, especially if you're more aware of the tro- like the tropes from the genre that resulted in this film that then resulted in comedy tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, then, yeah, there's there's a lot of little things like that where, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, that one guy, he ended up like this. Like the, the whole recapping where they where yeah. they are now thing yeah. is 100 percent like from that that genre of that, movie previous genre of film yeah yes. yeah uh so yeah the the senator and mrs lutarski thing and you know you know stuff like that where you're like this is retarded i love it yeah uh but like you know like i said like the it the movie like leans heavily on the fact that all the people in it are playing their characters to the fucking hilt like yeah. 100 like you know uh and like they're not like really college stereotypes they're stereotypes from these movies yeah, they are college film stereotypes. So like the yeah, the, so like the dude, you know, Otter is he's they're like blah blah blah. He's like, "Don't worry, I'm pre-law." And they're like, "I thought you were pre-med." He's like, "What's the difference?" And you're just like, <laughs> "Okay, pal." You know, and stuff like it, it, it like little jokes like that land throughout the whole movie. And it's like they don't they don't call attention to him. They're just like, "Ha ha ha, beat 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 joke, go move on." Yep. And um yeah, just it, it is very joke dense. Yeah, oh, hugely. And like every like every bad guy is an authoritarian shitheel to the nth degree. Like, oh yeah. I mean just like the, you know, the fucking just like just like how the house you know, dudes, yeah. the like the the, you know, the snarky rich pieces of shit are snarky rich pieces of shit. They are never right. sympathetic. They are never no, at all complicated. Um yeah, man, it gets it gets to be a very wild and interesting. It's not like I say. Here's the deal: if you've never seen Animal House, you should it, you owe it to yourself to see it once because you'll basically see where a bunch of comedy trope or comedy like jokes and bits and tropes that have uh, been played out to death have co- where they came from. Mm-hmm. Um, like Stephen First is in this, and he's fucking great. Every time he's on screen, Stephen First is great. Like he's great in things that are not Animal House. He was that um, fucking. He was the guy in Babylon Five. The, the fuck. What are they called? Uh, not the reptilian alien race, but the guys with the big like cone. Oh, the guys with the hair. The hair. The hair thing. Yeah, he's the, the assist- Napoleon looking ass. Yeah, he's the assistant. 
Ah, uh, okay. Like he's yeah, and he's been in tons of. Actually, shit. I owe it to myself to watch more Babylon Five. I mean, I who I doesn't? Babylon Five. I could get into that. I haven't seen Babylon Five in years, and it's been long enough that my brain is like, yeah, those reptilian aliens or those guys with the weird hair. Um, <laughs> so, but like you know, and it's, it's like even in the movies we talk about in the next episode, which are basically like shallow. 80s impersonations of this but not really because they're they are like the 80s version of the college movie so it's it's this weird combination because they try to do the same bits but they're not making a parody huh yeah we'll talk about that later that's weird yeah, um, yeah, yeah. no that's that is what the genre became after yeah animal house animal house mutates the college movie genre into animal house movie genre yeah which is honestly wild like that's kind of a it's like it's it's, a, it's pretty crazy that that happened and also, uh, yeah, suffering. Well, we'll get into it. Yeah, no. we'll get into it. Oh no! Like everything, I can't think of a single. I can think of <clears throat> one movie, and it's on our list that I have enjoyed since then because it does a fairly good job of parodying the college movie theme again mm-hmm. in a different way. And we'll talk about that probably I think next week. Um, anyway. So Animal House is good. You should see it. You kind of owe it to yourself uh, at some point to see it if you've never never watched it. It's literally everywhere. Uh, and also, you know, if you haven't really appreciated fucking John Belushi on screen before, go do that. I mean, if you want to see the guy who inspired Chris Farley to be amazing, John Belushi. There you go. <laughs> that's that's the one. And like, I'm not saying and like Farley all, stole uh, bits from him. I'm saying like he's literally like Farley cites him as an inspiration. Mm-hmm. And then they, and then they both died too young. They both died way young. I mean, same with similar circumstances. Fucking same with John Candy. John like, Can- there's so many. John Candy was great. John Candy. I mean, like here's the deal. Farley and Belushi died because they were on shit house of drugs, and you know mm-hmm. they were depressed, and it's a, it's a, it's a thing. Uh, and you know, I'm not saying that's like I'm not like making a moral judgment there. I'm just saying like they both overdosed. <laughs> um, yeah. Candy died of a heart failure, I think. Right. I wasn't sure on that. I mean, I that know. very well may be the case. Either way, John Candy was also fucking hilarious and everything. But he was a different like he was a different kind of funny than these two guys. Like yeah. John Candy was like Belushi and Farley were like able to be physically funny and like verbal, you know, and deliver jokes. John Candy can write and deliver jokes like nobody's business and also occasionally be physically. But he'd be physically funny. But primarily, like he is he's a guy who tells he was jokes. more of a. He's, yeah. he's 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 good at that. I guess where my mind went, because I don't confuse the two, but they do get confused a lot, mm-hmm. uh, is Chris Farley and John Candy. Oh, that's fair. They looked kind of similar. I mean, they were both fat it's guys. That, they were in movies in the same region. Guy. Yeah, it's a big fat guy with blonde hair. Yeah, that's reasonable. Uh, but I mean, they're they're they you know large. Here's the you know bit, if you're they both be, died young. They both died young, and also if you know. That's kind of like the legacy of like funny and fat. <laughs> Die young. <laughs> yeah. Rip. But yeah. No, go see Animal House. Also go see every Chris Farley movie for God's sake. Just for Chris Farley primarily. The rest of the part movies are usually not that great. I mean Farley and Spade are pretty funny, but you know. Um And also, you know, John Candy and anything is generally good. What am I talking about? I'm trying to think of, I can't think of anything I didn't like John Candy in. And there's nothing. Like, fucking, what, what was it? Uh... All right, doesn't matter. Anyway, hey, 
listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, enjoy. Prepare to enjoy more of our spring break uh, movie analysis where we yeah. shit talk movies from the 80s and 70s and 90s and 2000s, it turns out. Basically, this this whole like college era, college slash spring break genre of movies is fucking yeah. a wide variety of terrible, either terrible or funny. And usually terrible. Usually terrible, though. Uh, so. We have terrible coming up on the docket. Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, check us out Wednesday for more of this. Goodbye. I love you. Party.